Good afternoon. This is Dr. David. Welcome back to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Uh, a lot of great things have been happening recently, and uh, I'm so excited to share those with you. Welcome back. So, um, welcome to spring. Welcome to April. Um, welcome to the month of April. Welcome to the season of spring. Welcome to Passover, if that's what you celebrate. It is certainly Passover time. <clears throat> Welcome to Good Friday. Uh, it is Friday, April the 7th, 2023. So welcome to Good Friday. Uh, and then welcome to Easter. So all that good stuff. Uh, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you, as soon as, or right now, subscribe and rate this podcast. That makes a big difference, especially in terms of other people being able to find it. So please subscribe to it or save it. Please give it a thumbs up or a five-star rating, especially if that's how you really feel, uh, which I hope you do by the time you finish listening to an episode. And definitely share it with others. Um, that's how I'm able to reach other people, just like you were able to find it. Please share it with other others. Energy has a way of circulating and vibrating and moving people, uh, and you definitely want to share that. You want to pay it forward as much as possible. Um, and if you tuned into my recent episode about the power of the seasons and the power of spring, definitely check that out. You don't want to miss that episode. That's a power we all have. That is something that you have. That's a God-given uh, or universe-given or whatever you believe in <clears throat> that's given to us. Uh, we get the power of spring every time it comes around. Um, nature shares it using pollen and the sun and the wind and the rain and all that stuff. That's why you see all those things. That's why they exist. It's not by accident, although our weather has been changing. Um, we call that climate change. So our weather has been changing, but those are things that are always there. And that just makes things spread around so that things can grow, right? Um, plants, flowers, uh, and that just kind of is part of the whole cycle of life. So that's why those things happen. That's why we have spring. That's why we have rain. That's why we have pollen. That's why we have seeds. That's why we have uh, wind. All those things. That's what makes growth happen. So those are the ingredients for growth. So definitely, if you haven't done so, definitely check out the episode on spring. Um, it's a great episode. It's about the energy and what you should be doing. You should be planting seeds and doing, mimicking what nature does during this during the season of spring, right? Nature is our guide, and we grow and become abundant and empowered and fulfilled and energetic and dynamic and uh, prosperous and successful by matching what nature does, right? And sadly, if you look at our planet right now, a lot of what we, we're doing is destroying nature instead of matching it. Uh, but that's a lesson for us to learn, and um, who knows if we'll learn it or not. But I want to spread that message to as many people as possible. Definitely realize that when you grow and move and manifest with the natural seasons and the natural kind of mechanics of this planet, you're going to do better, right? And it doesn't matter what endeavor you're talking about. You're going to be more successful if you go along with or forward with or in concert with the cycles of nature rather than against them, right? And that's just kind of how it works. If you live in the desert, uh, it's going to be really expensive for you to build a, a ski resort in the desert. Now, maybe you want to waste your money and your time and your energy doing that, but it's really, really expensive to do that. And vice versa. Uh, if you are in a winter climate, it's going to be definitely really, really difficult for you to create uh, a summer beach environment. You're going against nature, and that's why we have flights, and that's why people fly and travel and use boats and everything else to go to different locales, um, because when you go against nature, it becomes very expensive, right? Um, so definitely check out that episode about the energy of the seasons, the power of spring, and the law of attraction. That is episode number seven, and I recently recorded that. I think I published that on March the 27th. There's also a recent episode on time and time management. You definitely don't want to miss that. That is episode eight. I uh, uploaded that on April the 1st, um, and uh, that is a great episode. That was last Saturday, and it's all about time and time management. It's going to make you think about time in some different ways. The better, the, the more ways 
or methods you have of looking at and using time, the better you're going to be at balancing out your time, right? Time is your greatest commodity or it could be your worst liability. It could be an asset or it can be a liability. Um, it could be your worst nightmare or your greatest friend, depending on how you use it. And it's something that we all have. We all have time. So I'm not talking about things that only rich people have or only poor people have or whatever. I'm talking about something that everybody has. And if you use your time the right way, you're going to get the things that you don't need, right? Uh, and I talk about that in the podcast. There's kind of an inverse relationship, generally speaking, among us with time and money. Most people who have a lot of money don't necessarily have a lot of time. And a lot of people who have a ton of time don't have a lot of money. And the goal for most people is to have both, to have money and the time. And time. But usually it takes a lot for you to balance getting those. And so that podcast is going to help you balance out time. And it's also going to help you switch the pendulum, uh, switch the seesaw if you're too uh, heavy on one side versus the other. In other words, if you have too much, a ton of time on your hand and no money uh, or nothing to do, or vice versa, if you have no time, but you've got a ton of money, right? Uh, you want to balance that out. You want to get all equilibrium. So definitely check that out. That's episode eight on time and time management. And it goes into everything that you want to know about time. And I might actually do a follow-up episode to that as well. I'm definitely going to do a follow-up episode to the uh, the podcast that I did on the power of spring and the law of attraction. I'll probably do an episode on every season. So I'll probably do one on summer and I'll definitely do one on fall because that's the harvest. That's when you get back everything that you've planted right now during this season. So definitely check that out. Also check out episode six. Episode six was about listening to your body because it's not lying to you. That was the title. And so it's about listening to your body your organs, your organ systems, listening to your instincts, your intuitions, all those kind of things. Uh, and you're going to grow as a person and you're going to benefit financially, health-wise and otherwise, if you listen to your body, right? If you don't listen to your body, it's to your own demise. Um, your body is the oldest relationship that you have. And if you ignore that relationship, it's going to be to your peril. So anyway, definitely check that out. Uh, and also check out episode four. That was all about life stability. And I did that with a client of mine who's been a client of mine for a year and a half. And she went from wanting to stay at home and not even sit in a car that was parked still uh, to driving everywhere, getting promotions and raises, uh, growing in an infinite number of ways, and even starting her own company. So uh, definitely check that out. That's episode four. I also say this, there's an episode that I recorded, uh, I recorded, recorded several episodes this past Saturday, and I just haven't had a chance to go through it yet, but it's a two-part series. I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's a two-part series that I did on self-love and self-care uh, with singer, actress, performer, and media host, Phoenix Soul. Um, and she's here in Atlanta. Uh, you can hire her for events and different things like that. She sings, she acts, she performs. Um, she's all over social media. She's really, really growing as a person. We did a two-part episode on self-love and self-care. You're going to love that. She's it, she's highly, highly, highly intuitive uh, and empathic. And, and we have a great, great kind of zone of creativity uh, that we created. So I can't wait to get that to you. Uh, as soon as I get a chance to sift through that, I'll be uploading that. Uh, and in this case, this one will be not only audio, but video too. Uh, so it won't just be audio, but it'll be video as well. And all the platforms that support video, you'll see the video, including YouTube. So I'm really excited about that. Like I said, that's a, a two-part series that I did on self-love and self-care. That's really, really important. You definitely need to tune into that. And that's with singer, actress, performer, and social host, social media host, Phoenix Soul. And you can look her up everywhere. Phoenix, uh, spelled just like it sounds, P-H-O-E-N-I-X, and then Soul, S-O-H-L. So definitely look up Phoenix Soul uh, everywhere, in including Instagram and other places there, and check out her brands, um, her candles, uh, her services, and those kind of things. Um, she's a really dynamic person that you benefit from having on your team, especially if you need to do social media, things like that. Okay. Um, so welcome back to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Today, I do not have a special guest, uh, but I will have a lot of special guests in the upcoming future. So I'm excited about that. Um, there are a lot of topics upcoming this season. Um, 
And I've spoken a little bit about those on previous podcasts, but just to kind of give you a refresher, some of those are about setting priorities, decision-making, boundaries, and things like that. So definitely stay tuned. I also wanted to tell you about an upcoming presentation that I have. So I have an upcoming presentation and training that I'm doing for a large, one of the largest insurance companies in the country, Amerigroup Insurance. And uh Unlike some insurance company, Amerigroup Insurance gives back to some of its gives back to its members by doing presentations and workshops for them. So I'm doing a presentation for Amerigroup that will be next week on Wednesday. So you definitely need to check on that. Um, if you want more information about it, you can check my uh, Facebook page or my Facebook groups. Um, but uh, or you can email me. My email address is mlcofgreateratlanta at gmail.com. So if you want to attend that, it's free, absolutely 100% free. Uh, and it's online, it's virtual, uh, but you'll hear me speaking uh, and see the presentation. Um, that is Wednesday, April the 12th from 6 p.m. to 7, 3 p.m. Uh, and I'm really excited about that. I'm gonna be talking about a lot of different topics um, and I'll tell you about it. I'll be talking about general health and wellness. I'll be talking about mental health and wellness. I'll be talking about families and family systems and family dynamics. I'll, talking, I'll be talking about parenting and parenting strategies. And then I'll also be talking about kind of general life strategies uh, and kind of nuggets of, of things that you need to do from kind of a self-improvement and growth perspective just in, in general in life. So I'll be talking about all those topics, so definitely stay tuned for that and feel free to email me about it. Um, you can also email me at my alternate email address, which is atlantacoaching360 at gmail.com. Uh, so you can reach me uh, at mlcofgreateratlanta at gmail.com and you can also reach me at atlantacoaching360 at gmail.com. Um, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a, a good presentation. It's going to cover a whole bunch of topics. Uh, and <laughs> in particular, it's a, it's like an hour, hour and a half presentation. So a large part, of, hopefully part of, a big part of that will be question and answers at the end. But they asked me to speak for an hour, so I'm looking forward to, to giving you as much content as I can. I'll be packing it in. Um, so anyway, uh, if you didn't know, the Fresh Start Podcast is on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Music, YouTube, Audible, um, Amazon Music, Alexa, and Google. It's everywhere. So all you have to do is search for Fresh Start with Dr. David, and you'll find it. If you do, uh, and when you do, um, please subscribe to it, and please give it a positive rating. And please share it with others, right? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I do have Facebook groups. I'll tell you what those are real quick. They are Fresh Start with Dr. David. That's a private group. New Balance with Dr. David. That's a private group. And then Grow, capital G-R-O-W. That's all caps. Grow, I would recommend you definitely join that one. Grow is public, and you can share all the positive affirmations and motivational quotes that I post there daily. Uh, so I would, uh, I would strongly recommend that you join one of those. And like I said, it's free. And you're getting free energy from me every single day. Uh, in the form of uh, motivational quotes, aspirational phrases, and things like that. Um, and I'll tell you, a lot of those phrases and things that I share are concepts that I express in my books. So I'll tell you about those. I have two self-improvement books and one diet, nutrition, health, wellness, and weight loss book, right? Um, and you know, I would recommend that you check out those books. In particular, the self-improvement books that I have, um, those books, in Chapter 7 of each one, they're filled with positive affirmations and daily motivational quotes. And if you buy a physical copy of either one of those books, uh, or both books, on Amazon, if you share it on social media and email me, I will give you a free Audible version that you can put on all your devices and listen everywhere. And I have some clients who just listen to those positive affirmations all day long. right? The things that you put in your mind have a way of coming back out. And so if you're putting trash in, you're going to get trash out. But if you put in high-quality, positive, energetic words, phrases, um, things like that, ideas and concepts, that's what you're going to get back. So definitely check those out. And then my book, The Nutrient Diet, um, which is the first book of its kind. It takes a 50% metabolic, physiologic, and biochemical approach to diet and nutrition. It explains to you what happens with everything you put in your body and how to change it. And then 50% the psychology of why we make the eating choices, um, dietary choices, 
and um, the eating behaviors that we have, right? So definitely check that out. And like I said, with either one of those, any of those books, if you buy a physical copy of it or the ebook version, if that's what you prefer, if you share it on social media, take a picture of it, whatever, share it with me, uh, email me, whatever, I will give you a free Audible version for that you can put on all your devices, your iPad, your iPhone, your the Samsung Galaxy, your laptop, desktop, whatever. So anyway, so and the last thing before I get started, uh, I'll tell you about my practices. I have five practices. MLC of Greater Atlanta, www.mlcoga.com. It's holistic mental health and wellness for anxiety, depression, ADHD, PTSD, all those kind of things. Atlanta Coaching and Hypnotherapy Associates, which is a life coaching, self-improvement, and hypnotherapy practice. Atlanta Small Business Incubator, which is for people who want to create a second source or another source of income, start a small business for entrepreneurs, for people who want to start a consulting firm, for people who want to use their existing skill sets or a hobby to create another source of income. Atlanta Health and Wellness Coaching for people who need help with weight loss, diet, nutrition, wellness, and help uh, managing a chronic disease or condition like uh hypertension or diabetes or metabolic syndrome or things like that, things that are easily modifiable with diet, right? Um, and then last, Atlanta Academic Achievement, and that's for anybody struggling with a, uh, a concentration problem, a focus problem, an attention problem, people who are affected by distractions, people who have, you know, issues with memory and things like that. Uh, and of course, I use a lot of similar principles across all of my practices. And if you go to any of my practice websites, uh, if you click in the upper right corner, it'll show all of my practices and you just click on the one with the bullet points that matches what you need most and then uh, go to the website, click on request an appointment, uh, tell me about what's going on and I'll get that and I'll respond to you and I'll send you a welcoming email with pricing and additional information. Let me get me those other website addresses. So MLC of Greater Atlanta is www.mlcoga.com. Um, Atlanta Coaching and Hypnotherapy Associates is, is atlantacoaching.com. Atlanta Small Business Incubator is www.atlantasmallbiz or businc.com or atlantasmallbusinessincubator.com. And then Atlanta Health and Wellness Coaching is www.atlantahealthandwellness.com. And for each one of those websites, there's no periods, no dashes, no underscores, or any of those things, right? Okay, um, so let's go ahead and get started with today's topics. Um, this should be a treat for you because I'm going to talk about a lot of different things. One of the big reasons why I mention my books is because of those positive affirmations make such a big difference. But let me just tell you, the words that you use, the words that you hear, um, the words that you think, the phrases, ideas, and things that you think make a big difference. And if you replace some of the negative words that you think, hear, feel, and say with positive ones, it's going to make a huge difference in the results that you get and the person that you involve in over time, right? A big difference. So that's the whole purpose of this uh, podcast episode. So people have been asking me to do a podcast episode on energy, uh, to do one on currency, and some people meant monetary currency and other people meant just currency in general, uh, on the top on the word dynamic, uh, the word resilience, and then on manifesting. So this is an intro introductory episode where I'm going to introduce all those topics, and I'll likely do a full episode on each one of them. Uh, I definitely had already planned on doing a full podcast on energy, because that's just something that's just inherent to us uh, and the world we live in. Energy is everything. Uh, it really is. Uh, control and power are important too, um, but energy is definitely important. And I had already planned on doing uh, a podcast episode on resiliency, and I'm still going to do that. Um, but, you know, dynamic and resilient, um, those are two of the most important words that I like to use in my vocabulary and that I share with others during sessions. And so I think um, it's really, really important to use those words as much as possible. And if you didn't already know, I have a 501c3 that I started called the Resilience Project, and the aim of that project is to help teens, adolescents, and young adults who have life issues or life struggles or challenges uh, and to provide them with life coaching and other things so that they don't become the next generation of people 
who are part of the psychiatric system. So that's the whole purpose of the Resilience Project. So definitely stay tuned for the Resilience Project. Uh, you can email me at any of my email addresses uh, to inquire about that. Please donate. Um, there's a donation page for my uh, podcast, and part of that goes to the Resilience Project that I'm starting. So definitely check that out. And you can find out from my websites and from my Facebook pages uh, and my Facebook groups all about uh, the Resilience Project and how to donate to the podcast and the Resilience Project. So please do that. Um, and like I said, that's all about paying it forward, giving energy, whatever energy you get uh, or give out to other people, you're going to get back. That's just how energy works. So if you give out energy to other people, it's going to come back to you and it's probably going to come back in a similar way to the way that you gave out the energy in the first place. Uh, and I'll be talking about that today when I jump into the topic of energy uh, and power. If you give off negative energy, it's probably going to be what you get back eventually. Maybe not immediately, but sooner or later, that's what you're going to get back. If you give out positive energy, that's exactly what you're going to get back. So energy has a way of, of acting that way. And it's also consistent with the law of attraction. If you know about the laws of, uh, law of attraction, which I talked about during the episode on the energy of seasons and the power of spring, that's how the law of attraction works. And so you're more likely to attract the positive things that you want if you give off positive energy, right? Okay, so definitely do that. Definitely donate to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast and to the Resilience Project. So let's jump into the topics today. So today I'm talking about a few different things, and I'll talk about the definitions and what they mean and kind of how we look at them, and then I'll kind of dive a little bit into them. And like I said, each one of these things will probably be something, a topic, um, that I'll do a full podcast on in the future. But let's go through the list. So the number one thing, the first thing is the word dynamic, right? The second thing is currency, right? The third thing is energy. And the fourth thing is power. And the last thing is manifestation. So let me go through that list again. And I'm going to introduce each one of those and we're going to talk a little bit about them. The first one is dynamic, right? And I'll talk about all the senses of that word and what it means and how we look at it and what it means to be dynamic. I'll talk about currency or the idea, the concept of what currency is and how it functions. I'll talk about energy, what energy is and how energy functions for us and within our world, our society. I'll talk about power, what power is, what it isn't, and how it functions in our world. And then finally, I'll talk about manifestation or manifesting, right? Uh, we all manifest things, so I'll be talking about manifestation and what it means to manifest and how you manifest. Uh, and, you know, part of the reason why I'm introducing these words and these topics is because the words that you use affect what you manifest. They truly do. So if you start using the right words instead of the wrong words, you're, you're going to start manifesting more. So let's go ahead and get started. So dynamic. So the definition of dynamic is, and this is the use of the word dynamic in terms of a process or a system dynamic is characterized by constant change activity or progress right and the example of a phrase that encompasses that is a dynamic economy so a dynamic economy is an economy that's uh, characterized by change or constant change activity or progress right um, when dynamic is used to describe a person uh, it usually means positive in attitude and full of energy and new ideas Right? An example of a sentence that encompasses that would be, she's dynamic and determined. And I love that, that combination of phrases, that alliteration, dynamic and determined. Um, it's a really good combination. Uh, and it's important for people who are dynamic to be determined. Um, because if not, that's a lot of energy that's probably going to fizzle out. So determination is definitely something that's important to have if you are dynamic or you want to be or try to be dynamic. And it's not always easy to be both. A lot of times people are more dynamic and less determined. Uh, but the people who are dynamic and determined tend to achieve a lot. The last way that uh, I found, doing a little quick Google search that I did, of the word dynamic is a force that stimulates change or progress within a system or process, right? An example of that or sentences, the sentence that encompasses that is, Evaluation is part of the basic dynamic of the project, right? So that just means that the dynamic of this project is the process of evaluation. 
So, um, you know, that's really, really important. Um, and you definitely want to be able to use that in a sentence that way. Yes, and so a force that stimulates change or progress within a system uh, or process is another version or use of the word dynamic, right? It's a force, right? Um, so the, one of the words why I, I like the word dynamic so much, and I express this in a future, um, a, a past, I'm sorry, podcast episode was, I believe, I think I talked about it either in the Energy of Seasons uh, and Power of Spring podcast or into in the Time and Time Management podcast. But it's this concept. Um, to me, the word dynamic means to be stable yet flexible. Uh, and when you look at when you look at people who are stable yet flexible, or metals or materials that are stable yet flexible, they tend to be highly prized, right? And I could go down the list of things that kind of encompass that. There are a lot of things that kind of encompass that. But, you know, generally speaking, something that is stable and strong and also flexible is something you definitely want. Because if you've got something that's strong and inflexible, it's not going to be able to bend, right? It may be strong. It may be able to be sturdy, um, and resistant to being damaged, but it's probably not going to be flexible. And so when you find things that are flexible or able to kind of move with the times, but at the same time, stable, meaning having a firm foundation and being strong, um, then, you know, that's the best of both worlds. It's a good compromise. And there are a lot of things that kind of exhibit that, but that's what it kind of means. Some of the words that are associated with dynamic are energetic, spirited, active, lively, zestful, vital, vigorous, strong, forceful, um, powerful, potent, positive, effective, effectual, high-powered, aggressive, driving, pushing, bold, enterprising, electric, magnetic, flamboyant, passionate, fiery, go-getting, zippy, peppy, Sparky, high octane, full of get up and go, full of vim and vigor, full of beans, huh. gutsy, spunky, ballsy, feisty, have a go, go ahead, go go. And the opposite, words that are the opposite of the concept of dynamic are half hearted and lethargic, right? So, you know, that's the other side of the coin. And one of the principles that I talk about a lot in my practice um, with my clients, when they lean too much in one direction, we talk about bending or moving the seesaw back in the opposite direction, right? Um, and usually that's generally the case. And so a lot of stuff is a two-sided coin. And one of the best way to, ways, I tell people this all the time, <clears throat> if you want to figure out what somebody's weaknesses are, find out what their strengths are. Their strengths are going to tell you what their weaknesses are, Right? And that's true of a person, that's true of a substance, that's true of a system, <clears throat> that's true of anything. A business, look at what their strengths are. That'll tell you what their weaknesses are. Um, if you, you know, A business, a system, a person, any of those things. And it's part of the seesaw principle that I use, right? Things bend in one direction or another or in multiple directions. And generally speaking, it's tough for most systems and things to be so dynamic that they can bend in one way and yet be flexible in another, right? And that's why the reason, um, that's the reason why the concept of dynamic is so important um, because it's kind of like a superpower. Um, and one of the reasons why I think I like it so much too is just because when I was a kid watching cartoons, the Super Friends would come on when that came on, uh, the original one, and they would have the dynamic, uh, the dynamic duo, the twins, and um, I think there's been other things where they've used that term dynamic duo, I think with Batman and Robin and things like that. But it's, it's basically uh, when people say dynamic duo, they're talking about a team, right? Two people usually working together uh, to achieve a greater goal. And usually one person has one function and another person has another one and they 
complement or supplement one of one or one another. Uh, and in that way, they get a lot more done because one person, one can do something the other one can't do and vice versa, right? And so they kind of fill in each other's gaps that are missing, right? They bridge the gaps. Um, and so the reason why dynamic is so important is because in the world, especially the world we live in today, you've got to be dynamic. And when I say you've got to be dynamic, I don't mean just being dynamic in terms of, you know, how you approach each day and how you approach um, life and things like that. But you've also got to be dynamic in the types of people that you deal with and the types of activities that you do and uh, how you acquire income and resources. Uh, it used to be the case that people would work for the same employer forever in the same capacity. Maybe some people would grow and advance a little bit, but most people didn't. Most people, most people would do the same thing their entire lives. And of course, I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention that people lived for shorter periods of time. So that's another way that it's important to be dynamic. Uh, and the reason why it's important to be dynamic is people are living longer. So the the experience that you have of life is going to be a lot different from people in the past because we live longer, which means that you're going to have to live with an aging body, right? You're going to have to be dynamic. Your body's going to have to be dynamic for a longer period of time because, you know, if you if you look at history, the evolution of, of man, mankind, people used to live 20 years and 30 years and 40 years. Not now. People live for 60, 70, 80, 100 120 years now at the opposite, at the end of the spectrum, the top of the spectrum. So that requires you being dynamic. Um, and like I said, from a practical standpoint, you have to deal with a lot of different types of people, people who are probably vastly dissimilar to you in a number of different ways. Um, as our culture becomes more global and people migrate more, you have to deal with more people. You have to deal with people from Africa and people from India and people from Asia. I'm speaking as an America. You have to deal with uh, um, people from the Caribbean, uh, people from the Middle East, uh, and it's 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 just not the same, you know. Um, and people talk about that all the time on, on TV when they talk about the difference in American television programs in the past and American television programs now. Um, you know, leave it to Beaver and the Cleavers and those kind of things. Those times have passed in a lot of ways because people have migrated. And so it just changes things. But in terms of income and money, that's definitely uh, important because the employment thing is really changing. And I think that people don't even see the writing on the wall. All these people who just recently got laid off by all these tech companies, um, the advent or invention of all these AI technologies, chat GPT, uh, and all those kind of things. Uh, it's just changing things. So the notion that most people will work for the same employer for 35, 40 years and then retire is just not the case anymore. People are moving from one company to another. People are getting laid off. People are changing um, professions. It's just a different environment from the way that it used to be about 60 or 70 years ago. Um, you know, it's just very, very different. And that's why it's so important to have dynamic sources of income, uh, to have income sources and energy sources that are flexible, right? Um, so, you know, if your goal is to make 150 grand a year, you know, why not make that 150 grand a year from three different sources? That way, if one dries up or changes, you've still got the other two to fall back on. Now, yeah, market forces could make it so that each one of those dries up, but at least you've got three. At, at, at least you don't have all your eggs in one basket, right? You're kind of dividing the risk, uh, and that's dynamic. The division of risk is something that's dynamic. That's part of a strategy that's dynamic, right? Uh, and you can do that with any number. If you... If your goal is to make three hundred grand a year, make a hundred thousand dollars a year from three different sources, and obviously work on growing each one of those sources and insulating them from losses. But by dividing it into three, you limit the risk, uh, and that's just part of being dynamic, right? 
So definitely add the word dynamic to your vocabulary if you don't use it already. Uh, and like I said, chapter seven of my two self-improvement books, Sweet Potato Pie for the Spirit, Soul, and Psyche, and Tomato Bisque for the Brain, chapter seven of both of those books is filled with nothing but positive affirmations and daily motivational quotes. And, you know, all you have to do is listen to them and read them, and they're going to change. So if you would, add that word to your vocabulary. I am dynamic. I create dynamic forces. I create dynamic strategies. I am the definition of dynamic. And if you do that, I promise you, you will become more firm and foundational and more flexible at the same time, right? Uh, and all those other words. So if you start using all those words that I named out, vigorous and zestful and active and spirited and energetic and powerful and potent and effective and enterprising and magnetic and passionate and zippy and things like that, spunky and gutsy, you will start to become that if you use that, right? And if you use other words like lethargic and non-energetic, you'll become that too. So definitely do that. On to the next word. Um, so the next word is currency. Currency is really, really important. And, and there's a lot of misnomers about the, the term currency. We use it in terms of a monetary policy. And I think maybe that's not just the United States, but everywhere. But currency is just a conduit for the traveling of energy. And the way that we use it is just energy in the form of money, right? Um, but currency is just a form. And you can have currency in a lot of different ways. And I'll go through those. And generally speaking, a lot of the types of currencies that people tend to have tend to be more valuable than money itself. But let me just talk about, so the definition of currency is a system of money and general use in a particular country, right? An example of that in a sentence is the dollar was a strong currency. <laughs> and notice the use, the term was, right? And that's true. The dollar is, I could do a whole podcast about that, but yeah, the dollar is diluted, right? That's the phrase that I use. When people talk about that, I say the dollar is diluted, right? It started out um, bright, vibrant green, and now it's barely noticeable as green. Uh, it's been so diluted. Um, okay. Uh, something else I found. Uh, let's see here. What is the best definition of currency? Currency is a medium of exchange, which is the way that I tend to use the word currency, for goods and services. In short, it's money in the form of paper and coins, usually issued by a government and generally accepted at its face value as a method of payment. Right? Um, but the first part of that is the best. Right? Currency is a medium of exchange for goods and services. Uh, another definition. The fact or quality of being generally accepted or in use. Now, that's a good one. Um, and the example of that in the sentence is the term gained the term gained currency during the second half of the 20th century, right? So that means it gained favor, right? Um, so the fact or quality of being generally accepted or in use, right? And notice that the word currency sounds like the word current, right? And if you think about that, if you think about the root of the word, that tells you a lot about it, right? And I talked about current in my last podcast. I talked about the use of the word current. And you could say an electrical current. But current, you know, is just the conduit for the traveling of something, right? And if you're talking about electrical current, you're talking about the conduit for the traveling or flow of electricity. So if you really want to use the word currency, the best use of it is flow, in, in my opinion. Um, and here's one that, that supposedly gives the difference between money and currency. Money is anything which is generally accepted as a medium of exchange, and currency is authorized by the government to be treated as money in the nation. That's interesting. Um, and then here's the third, the, the last one I found. Cur the legal definition of currency. Currency can be defined as a system of money issued by a state on a national territory used by people in that nation, allowing, allowing to carry out monetary exchanges. Issued by public authorities, currency is a unit of account in a store of value, right? And some of the, you know, synonyms for currency are the following. Money, legal tender, 
medium of exchange, which I tend to like, cash, banknotes, notes, paper money, coins, coinage, bills, and the last one is specie, right? Which is similar to species. Uh, and that's kind of interesting. Um, but the one that I like the best and the one I'm kind of focused on is medium of exchange. And like I said, uh, in the previous podcast, the one about time, uh, I talked about the disequilibrium for a lot of people between time and money. Um, people either have more time and less money um, or more money and less time, but it's tough to get both or it's difficult or challenging, which requires you to be dynamic. Um, but, you know, currency is a flow of something. Uh, and I guess it could be a medium of exchange too, but I like it best as a currency. Um, and I'm just going to say this about currency. Um, and I mentioned this in, in some other podcasts too. Uh, and I believe that I mentioned it in the upcoming podcast about self-love and self-care. Currency is anything that you use to achieve a goal, right? It's the flow of that, right? Your currency might be your personality. Your currency might be your energy. Your currency might be your creativity. Your currency might be your ability to bring people together. Your currency might be your uh, craft, your talent. It might be um, you know, your ability to move people. So you have a lot of different types of currencies. And the whole point of me bringing up this concept is this. Uh, I want to empower people who have been told by society that they don't have power, right? And they may not have it in the form of money, but money is not your only type of currency, right? And that's the whole point of me bringing this topic up of currency is use the types of currency that you have available to you at your disposal in a positive way. Don't just let them be set aside, right? Your creativity, your talent, your intelligence, your intellect, your determination, your patience. Um, although patience doesn't normally necessarily go with that. Uh, but, you know, patience is a virtue. And if that's something that you have, you can use patience while you do other things to achieve your goals. And I pointed that out, I believe, in the, la in the last podcast is. As well, when I talked about time and time management, I talked about the difference between being patient and waiting. Waiting is sitting around waiting for somebody else to do something uh, and not doing anything on your own, right? But patience is being patient for processes to play out after you've done everything you can. And usually while you're being patient, you're doing other stuff to achieve other goals, right? So that's the difference between somebody who's patient and somebody who just waits around, right? One person's being lazy. The other person is being being thoughtful and understanding of the fact that they don't control every other process or other processes and they're doing things in the meantime to achieve their goals while they wait for other things to play out on their own that they cannot control, right? That's the difference. But we all have currency, right? Use the currency that you have, uh, the talent you have, the creativity you have. Um, you know, use the skills that you have. Acquire skills and use them. Don't just throw them away, right? We all have currency, and it's up to you to determine what your currencies are or the currencies that you want to use and to use them in a feasible um, and productive way, okay? So that's currency. Uh, and like I said, I'll probably do a full episode on each one of these topics, right? The next one is a word that we use all the time, right? Energy. So energy, there are several different energies, energy definitions that I found. One is the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. Okay. And they use it in a sentence. Changes in the levels of vitamins can affect energy and well-being. And that's absolutely 100% true. And I talk about that in my book, The Nutrient Diet. Definitely, you need to get the vitamins and minerals and nutrients and amino acids that you need to create the neurotransmitters biochemicals, neuromodulators, and hormones, uh, and enzymes that you need to fulfill your metabolic, physiologic, and biochemical processes, right? So get my book, The Nutrient Diet, and it talks all about that, right? The next definition of energy. Energy is power derived from the utilization of physical or chemical resources 
especially to provide light and heat or to work machines. Okay, that's another one. Another short definition of energy is, which is the one I like, is energy is the ability to do work, right? Um, and let's see, scientists define energy as the ability to do work. Modern civilization is possible because people have learned how to change energy from one form to another and then use it to do work, right? And another definition, uh, energy is the capacity for doing work. It may exist in potential form or potential energy, kinetic form or kinetic energy, thermal form or ther thermal energy, electrical form, which is something I've never heard of before, or electrical with an H, energy, chemical form or chemical energy, nuclear form or nuclear energy, or other forms, right? Um, you know, radiant energy or radiant form. Energy is one of the most used words in our society. Um, I like the definition as the ability to do work. Uh, and conversely, interestingly enough, I had never, I've never thought about it like this before, is this concept. If energy is the ability to do work, if you say you don't have any energy, then you're basically saying I can't work. <laughs> you know? So take that as a hint. If you talk to somebody in a conversation and they say, I don't have any energy, what they're really saying is I'm done working. That's what they're saying. I'm done. Right? And even if they, you make them continue working, the product that you get or the productivity is going to be next to zero. Right? And I mentioned that in, in the episode that I did, the last one on time and time management. That's when it's time to take a take time out and reset or take a break or a vacation or whatever. Just call it quits and pick it up the next day. Because you're not going to be productive or efficient and you're just going to be wasting time if you do that. Right? Um, some of the words that go with time or that are similar to time, I'll just go through that list. Vitality, vigor, life, liveliness, animation, vivacity, spirit, spiritedness, fire, passion, ardor, A-R-D-O-R, zeal, verve, V-E-R-V-E, enthusiasm, zest, vibrancy, like that one, uh, spark, sparkle, effervescence, exuberance, love that word, buoyancy, perkiness, sprightliness, strength, stamina, forcefulness, power, might, potency, dynamism. Well, there you go. That's why dynamic is one of my favorite words, because it's energy. Uh, drive, another one of my favorite words. Push, zip, zing, pep, pizzazz, punch, bounce, fizz, oomph, go, get up and go, vim and vigor, and feistiness. Um, I like all those, all those different words that are used for energy. I especially like vitality, vibrancy, spiritedness, passion, exuberance, <clears throat> um, potency, and dynamism, and drive. Those are kind of the favorite ones. But <clears throat> basically, to me, the importance of energy is this. Energy, just like everything, exists in a lot of different forms. I talk about that in a bunch of different podcasts, especially the ones where I talk about the law of attraction. But the important thing about energy is this. You need to find ways in your daily living to replenish your energy, right? Now, sleep helps, helps us do that, right? That's part of the reason why sleep is important, for repair and maintenance. So that's what your body does. Just like when you restart your computer, your computer usually does some maintenance or other routines when you restart it in the background that you don't know about. A lot of times it does it in the background anyways. Modern computers do. But they do. They do maintenance and repair routines in the background while you're sitting there. And they also do them when you shut down and restart uh, your computer, too, right? So when you start your computer or restart it or shut it down, usually it does maintenance routines. And the, our sleep does the same thing for us, right? When we take a break or a vacation, uh, that happens as well. But you've got to find ways in your life on a daily basis to replenish your energy. The other big important part of that is the part that I started out with um, when I talked about, uh, when I gave that example, that sentence that said changes in the levels of vitamins can affect energy and well-being. Um, definitely get my book, The Nutrient Diet, and, and read about that. Energy is really, really important. You've got to give your body the ingredients to allow it to carry out those processes and become energetic, Right. You are energy, but it doesn't just come from anywhere. It comes from the things that you put in your body. 
right? Water, starting with water. The first chapter of my book, The Nutrient Diet, is all about water. Water is the most important thing that you put in your body because water is what your body uses to change things from one thing to another on a basic level. Now, it uses enzymes to do that and it uses biochemical processes to do that too, but it uses water to do that, right? We are walking water. We are literally walking water enclosed in little things we call cells that are organized in the things we call tissues that are then organized into things that we call organs that are then organized into things called organ systems that supposedly and generally work together well. Um, you know, and you know, you've got to give your body the nutrients. So that means you should take a daily multivitamin and that might mean you need to take some, um, some supplements, um, and those kind of things. But the most important thing that you can do energetically, um, is the diet and nutrition that you use on a daily basis, right? Uh, and so that's really, really important. The other thing that's important is for you to get sun and sunlight. And one of the things that I tell people, if you know, if you've got mild depression or you've got just some winter depression, uh, you know, you can come to my office. But you know, another thing you can do is try using full spectrum light bulbs. Get some full spectrum light bulbs and see if that helps. That's what I did when I lived in Maine. That made a big difference for me uh, when I was in medical school and living in Maine. And you know, it's cloudy all the time, so that made a big difference. So sunlight is another way. Um, aside from your diet. And then other thing is just being around people who are energetic and then activities like working out, um, you know, physical activities that help re replenish your power and your energy, right? So those are important. So that is energy. Um, the next topic that I'm going to talk about, uh, the next two topics, few topics that I'm going to fly through are power which are kind of related to what I just talked about, and then manifestation, which is probably the thing that kind of culminates all these things together. Although dy dynamic or dynamism does it too. Power is the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or a quality, right? Power is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Uh, power is to supply a device with mechanical or electrical energy, um, and also it's the move or travel with great speed or force. Uh, another definition is possession of control, authority, or influence other, over others. Some of the words that are used synonymously with power is ability, right? The power to do something, the ability to do something. So the power to do work, which is the definition of energy, you could say the ability to do work, same thing, right? Power is also defined as capacity, capability, potential, uh, potentiality, faculty, property, competence, competency. And then some of the words that are opposite of power are inability or incapacity. I would argue that uh, the perfect opposite of power is powerlessness, right? Uh, and so, or, or empowered, right? Uh, and I mean, when I say empowered, I mean I-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D, right? Empowered means you can do something when you spell it E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. But if you spell it with an I instead, then that's the opposite, right? Um, and I think that's a word. You'd have to look that up. But, you know, usually when you put M in front of something, I-M or whatever, it means the opposite of it. Or un or non, right? Non-powered, unpowered, uh, any of those things. But... You know, the importance of power is this. There are different sources of power. Uh, and you'll hear people say that all the time. Soft power versus hard power. Uh, if you've got a board of people, there's some people who have power in one way and other people have power in another ways. You know, influence is the use of power. Or you can use influence to use power. Uh, but everyone has a power. And I, one of the things that I do with my clients in my office is... I promote the belief that everybody has a superpower, and I try to help them find out what that is. I think that everybody does have a superpower. It's one thing or another, or it's a combination of things, just like the super friends that I described earlier. Everybody has a power. Everybody has a different combination of characteristics and traits that make you unique and that give you some advantage, and you've got to discover that. Part of the thing that I help the people do in my practice is to discover their purpose, their passion and their purpose, right? Passion is kind of like an energy source that you can draw from. 
you can drive from. Um, and then, you know, purpose is just kind of like, you know, the blueprint of, of who you are and what you want and how you act and those types of things, right? Your purpose encompasses a lot of things. What you desire, your strengths, your weaknesses, um, what you're driven by, all those kind of things. So the thing about it is find what your superpower is. Everybody has one. If you don't know what it is, come to my office and we'll figure it out. You know, your power, your superpower is going to drive your purpose, your direction, your journey, and all those things. So it's important uh, to, to do that. The other thing I'll mention about power is this. If you feel powerlessness, then you've got to dig deeper to find another way that you can become powerful. You know, nobody wants to feel powerless. That's just not a fun feeling. That's not a good thing. It can lead to depression, things like that. So you've got to find something to help power you when the world is telling you that you're not powerful. And it's sad that we live in a world that does that specifically to certain groups and not to others. Um, but if the world is sending you messages that you don't have any power or the world is taking your power away from you, find some way to replenish it. And I promise you, if you come to my office, we'll dive into it together and we'll discover it and you'll grow it. That's the other thing about power. Power is something that you grow. It's like a muscle, right? Uh, it's like an energy source. It's like a muscle. Um, it's something that you grow. And if you don't use it, you will lose it. But you've got to constantly keep growing it, right? And storing it and maturing it and evolving it. So that's the thing about power. The last thing I'm going to talk about today before I wrap up, uh, this actually lasted longer than I thought, um, is manifestation. The definitions of manifestation. Manifestation is an event, an action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. Right? Examples of that is, uh, in a sentence, the first obvious manifestations of global warming. Okay. Another uh, uh, definition, the action or fact of showing an abstract idea. Right? An example of that one is the, mani the manifestation of anxiety over the upcoming exams, right? That makes sense, right? Uh, another definition, a symptom or sign of an ailment, right? An example of that is, in a sentence, is a characteristic manifestation of Lyme disease, right? And I could actually say what that is. <laughs> I do remember a couple of things from medical school. But I think with Lyme disease, there's some kind of target lesion or something like that. And I think also Lyme disease is one of those things that's kind of multifactorial. It affects a lot of different organ systems. So people end up with muscle weaknesses and bone pains and night sweats and all these kind of things. So if you look Lyme disease up, and usually I think like people get Lyme disease from a tick. The tick, I think, is the vector, but you'd have to look that up. That's going back to medical school, but I think that's right. Um, and so that's an example. Another definition of manifestation. A manifestation is a public display of emotion or feeling or something theoretical made real. Manifestations origins are in religion and spirituality because if something spiritual becomes real, it is said to be a manifestation. Uh, another definition, uh, and this is of uh, uh, spiritual manifestation. The idea behind spiritual manifestation is that you can bring your dreams and desires into being by regularly meditating and thinking positively. Spiritual manifestation is one of the new age concepts of the law of attraction. Oh my God, I love that. I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction. Um, and there's a course that I, um, that I bought that I like. It's, uh, I don't know if you've heard of, I think it's either, I think it's Joe Vitale. Uh, and he did a law of attraction course that I bought uh, from Nightingale Connet, a, a place that has super uh, self-improvement, self-development products. And it was really, really good. It made me think about what I try to manifest a lot differently and how I try to manifest things using the law of attraction. So that's a really, really good course. Um, if you have a chance, get it. It's by Joe Vitale, and I think it's called the Law of Attraction. Uh, and it's, it's a course that's really, really good. Some of the words that are used interchangeably or synonymously with the word manifestation are this. Display, demonstrate, demonstration, Showing, show, exhibition, presentation, indication, um, hmm. illustration, exemplification, exposition, disclosure, declaration, expression, and profession. And 
you can see from that list of words how important the word manifestation is, right? Display. Display means that somebody can see something. It means that somebody's showing something and it means somebody else can see it. And we live in a society that's totally based on displaying things and seeing them, right? Uh, and showing things and exhibiting things and presenting things. Uh, this podcast is a presentation uh, of declaring things, expressing things, professing things, exposition, right? Um, interestingly enough, the word profession is used uh, synonymously with manifestation. But, you know, people think of the word profession or professor, but they divorce it from the process of professing, right? A professor professes something, right? They're professing something, hopefully something that they're an expert on or something that they've learned. But that's what they're doing. They're professing, right? Which is slightly different from teaching, if you think about it, right? Teaching is a little bit different uh, from professing. Um, but, you know, in profession, right? Profession is the process of creating or leading to some kind of manifestation. And I guess in that sense, it's, it's information and knowledge to the next generation. Um, we use the word manifest all the time when we talk about what people reap, right? I think it's really important because, you know, I just did a recent podcast on the energy of the seasons, the power of spring. Spring is the time for planting seeds. Fall is the time for harvesting or manifesting what you planted earlier, right? And that's why I think the, the word manifestation is so important. Um, and that's because of this concept here. One of the most important things that I try to uh, share in my books, especially the nutrient diet, but also in tomato fish for the brain and sweet potato pie for the spirit, soul, and psyche is this. You have to plan and you have to plant. If you don't plan and you don't plant, you will not get anything. And what you get will be inferior, right? You're going to lose a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of resources, a lot of power, um, a lot of dynamism, a lot of currency, a lot of energy. You're going to lose all those things if you don't plan ahead. So if you want to manifest, you got to plan for it. And you've got to plant the seeds. Uh, that's the magic and the power of manifestation, right? And it doesn't matter whether you're talking about religion. Um, you know, if you're talk, you know, if you're talking about um, your religious beliefs or your spiritual beliefs, or if you're talking about what you manifest in your relationships, in your romantic relationships, what you manifest in your personal relationships in your business relationships, in your business activities, in your personal activities, in your kitchen, you're going to manifest the ingredients that you plant and plan, right? And, you know, if you're trying to manifest a grand dinner at your home, if you want to have a dinner party, if you wait to the last minute and don't have the ingredients, <laughs> you're not going to manifest very well. And it's going to be a disaster. Now, there's other things you can do to help prevent that from happening. But planning and planting the right seeds is the most important thing. So if you want to have a dinner party and manifest a great experience for yourself and your guests, you need to plan ahead. You need to make the guest list out. You need to do that weeks to months ahead of time. You need to have all the ingredients. You need to kind of, you know, coordinate who's going to be there and all those kind of things and make sure you don't have any conflicting scheduled events and things like that. But it's all about planning, right? And that's the most important thing to me about manifesting. You have to create a fertile ground to manifest, right? That means the soil has to be rich. That means there has to be water. There has to be sunlight. And you have to plant seeds. You have to do all that if you want to manifest a great harvest. And it doesn't matter what you want to talk about. Uh, if you're talking about retirement, you've got to, in order to manifest a great retirement, you got to plant seeds ahead. You've got to get mutual funds and ETFs and an IRA and a Roth and this and that and work and all those kind of things but you don't wait until you're 65 or 69 or 70 to do it you got to start planting seeds earlier than that right so to me manifesting is all about the seeds that you plant and how far you plan ahead and the further you plan ahead and the more detailed you are about your plans and strategies and action steps the better you are going to be in terms of harvesting a good return when it's time for that to happen, right? 
So manifestations, manifesting is all about planning and planting seeds and providing a firm foundation and a solid ground, a fertile ground, in order for that planting of seeds to occur, right? Um, one of the things that I tell people, um, and you should check out my website for the Atlanta Small Business Incubator for more about this, um, but somebody recently contacted me to give, uh, you know, to contribute to an article about people who are looking to um, start a small business, people who are entrepreneurs, people who have a startup idea and things like that. And I talked about a lot of different things. And, and in that uh, interview, I gave a list of different places that you can go if you're looking you know, for incubators and accelerators for growing your business. Of course, I have one too called the Atlanta Small Business Incubator. But mine is based off of the concept of planning and manifestation. And starting with a firm foundation and a firm business plan. A lot of them are focused on, well, whatever your idea, well, this is how you get funding and things like that. But, hey, if you don't have a good firm foundation, if you don't have a good business plan, a good idea in the first place, it doesn't matter what you incubate. You're going to get bad product, right? And that's true of whether you're talking about a business or you're talking about baking something in the oven, right? If you've got a turkey that is spoiled or rotten, it doesn't matter how long you incubate it for. It's not going to be edible. I mean, that's like the most basic example that I can give. It doesn't matter what you do to a piece of food. If it's spoiled or rotten uh, or molded or whatever, it doesn't matter, right? And the same thing is true with a business idea. Go to www.AtlantaSmallBusinessIncubator.com and check out uh, under the news section or the Q&A section for that uh, information. But if you're starting a business, if you're trying to create a new source of income, if you're starting a consulting firm, if you want to do something to create another source of income or energy, right? You want to be dynamic, um, then you've got to have a firm foundation. And if it's something that's related to money, that means that you've got to have a firm business plan. So anyway, with that, I'm going to wrap up. Manifestation is all about the plan, the plans you make and the seeds that you plant, right? And if you don't have that, you don't have anything. Uh, so definitely check out my website uh, and check out those other episodes. So this is Dr. David signing off again. I hope you learned something today about dynamic, about currency, about energy, about power, about manifestation. And I promise you, just like I mentioned, is in my books, uh, my two self-improvement books, Sweet Potato Pie for the Spirit, Soul, and Psyche, and Tomato Bisque for the Brain, if you use and change your vocabulary, you're going to get a different set of results. And if you start adding words like dynamic and resilient and powerful and energetic and currency and current and manifestation and things like that, if you start using those in your daily vocabulary and replacing the negative words that you have with those, you're going to harvest a lot more success in the future. And with that, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast episode. And like I said, stay tuned for two, a two-part series with singer, performer, uh, entertainer, actress, and media host Phoenix Soul on self-care and self-love because that is something everybody needs in this world today. Okay, thanks so much. You take care. Bye-bye.